Hi everyone and welcome to Sterling's Business Success and Coffee podcast, kindly sponsored and supported by Sterling's group coaching programs and Fix This Next free online business assessment, enabling you to pinpoint what your business needs you to fix next. Business tips to help you level up and scale up. of Sterling Coaching and welcome again to this podcast episode in which I'm joined by Marla Williams who has just been telling me she's on a a small island just off of Washington so uh, I didn't even know actually Washington had any islands so uh, that's a first for me as well. Good to have you on the podcast Marla. Thank you for having me. Tell us a little bit about you, your business and uh, just any kind of backstory to, to who you are and what you do. Okay. I think my backstory is a little bit important in who I am. I was a fairly successful corporate executive, joined a company when they were 12 million, helped grow them to 2.3 billion. They sold to Fortune 500. Along the way, I kept getting stress-related diseases until I got to the point where my doctor said, Marla, if you don't stop, you will die. And so that kind of was my wake-up call. And Mm. I moved into life, career, and business coaching because I had the HR background, the strategic background, and then I got certified in this life coaching. And it's absolutely transformed my life. Where I used to live in a state of stress, I now live in a state of calm. And I know all the signs of when I'm starting to go stress or starting to go burnout. And now I really focus on, and even more recently, focus on other people seeing that, being able to avoid burnout. So, and I recently wrote a book which supports that. It's called The Being Zone, which is again about being present instead of going and doing all the time. Be versus do. So, how long have you been doing this? And when did you leave that corporate life and decide to change your life and literally save your life? How long have you been doing that? 2008 as when I made the transition and it took me a while. I was consulting when I left corporate America because I needed to have less stress and I figured out where I was going and what I was doing. And I fell into this coaching program that was an energy based coaching program and it, it transformed my life. And it's been, my business took off right away. You know, I had a good reputation as a consultant. So moving into kind of the coaching realm worked well and yeah. And oh. you're from Seattle, so you know, uh, I'm a big Starbucks fan. I've never been to Seattle. You've now given me the Mecca trip to be able to go out and see uh, Starbucks in Seattle. And obviously, we were talking just before the recording started that uh, you know your love of coffee and that recent change. But before we get into that, that change and why, tell us a little bit about the drink that you have with you today. Okay, so today I'm drinking a tea. Um, it's called Yerba Mate Unsmoked and it's an eco tea. And here's the cool thing about it. Cause I'm a coffee girl. Mm. I grew up on coffee. I love coffee being in Seattle. I was a Starbucks person. Part of the experience of coffee or tea is the cup. <laughs> I'm really, yes, in I completely agree. Yep. Yeah. So, but this, this eco, this Yerba Mate tea gives me more energy, gives me more mental clarity than I ever had with coffee. I never, ever thought that I'd be saying something like that. I've enjoyed tea yeah. in the afternoons, but coffee was my morning hook. Yeah, I agree. And, I, and before, when I tried to stop drinking coffee, I went through what I felt were withdrawals almost because I wanted it so much. But when I went to this tea, I didn't have any of that. So it was pretty right. amazing 
Yeah. And it was based on a health issue that was happening. And the doctor said, just stop drinking coffee for a while. I'm going, what? You're not taking coffee away. (laughs) But it worked. So tell us about the mug that you're drinking from. Give us a little bit of a, because obviously the the audience can't see it. So describe the mug to us and tell us why it's so important that you're drinking out of that mug today. So this mug, you can see it's got hearts on it. And one of my foundation things in my coaching is teaching people to live from their heart and not their head. And so I Uh tend to collect heart things. A girlfriend gave this Uh one of my girlfriends, gave me this for Christmas. And I have quite a few mugs with hearts or warm heart um, because I teach people a method of listening to their heart, which is actually a brain um, and listening to their gut so they can make better decisions in life. So it just falls right in line with who I am at the core. And it feels good when you have a mug that you like to hold on to. It's got bumps on the bump, the spots are bumps and the heights are bumps. And yeah, it's a. So so it's very, it is about not just the, the shape or the the volume it holds it is very often with the mug i've got a fantastic disney mug that uh, you know I, I spend a lot of time drinking in these mm-hmm. podcasts and it is the texture because it's it's a very lumpy bumpy mug and yeah, yeah the one i'm drinking today is quite boring really i like it because it's got a four-wheel drive on it and it's got some horses and some sheep and some dogs which is what we have at home so that's why i'm drinking out of this mug today but i love it it's very plain in the texture of it mm-hmm yeah. So yeah, the texture is such a big piece of it and how it feels to you. Definitely. Definitely. And you said you're a coffee girl. I am. Tell us about your favorite coffee. So I grew up a Starbucks girl, but when I moved mm-hmm. to the island five years ago, I, I can't get to Starbucks as easily. Yeah. And so, and even though I was buying it and bringing it in the house, I actually found a local roaster called um, Camino Island Roaster. And they bring in their beans from South America and have all different blends. And I was drinking their dark Brazil blend of Camino Island Roaster. And I'm a member and love all that until I was told to stop drinking coffee. Uh, Yeah. uh, yeah. I mean, that's quite a shift, isn't it? To go from, I mean, not only from coffee to the tea that gives you more energy, but to go from such a dark Brazilian roast, which is really like having dynamite lit up underneath you in the morning to go from yeah. that and have that kind of energy lift from the tea is quite a shift, isn't it? Right. It is. It is. Yeah. But I have to tell you, I didn't think I would be able to do it. And it was the smoothest transition I could have imagined. Yeah. And when you do drink coffee, Marla, how do you drink it? How do you take your coffee? Well, when I'm at home, I usually have it black because I'm a little lazy and don't want to yeah. have to do it. But when I go to the coffee shop, to get something i love yeah. it with like a and i'll put milk in once in a while but like an almond milk with like a bit of uh-huh. a bit of a i always like dark roast and with a bit of um, hazelnut just for taste i don't like the big mm. squirts and the sweetness just enough of a squirt to kind of bring it alive with another yeah. flavor another taste yeah great and i think sometimes it, it is those subtle hints isn't it you know uh, I had a very early guest on this podcast and she had this amazing mix where she mixed cocoa powder up with cinnamon and just a little sprinkle of that and I don't you know I have my coffee black so I literally I do the same now I just sprinkle a little bit of it on top of the froth and it just gives it that little bit of a a taste as, as, as you start the coffee it doesn't make much difference to the bottom of the coffee but it makes a big difference to the to the start of the coffee I love cinnamon. I put it on almost everything. Coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Cinnamon swirls for me. Starbucks. We have an amazing Starbucks store in the town near us. 
and the cinnamon swirls are to die for, particularly if they warm them up. Absolutely amazing. Mm. So, so moving on to the, the, the business things, Marlon, obviously we'll talk about where we can go to get the book uh, in a short while, but what's been the latest or most significant thing that you've worked on that you've fixed in your own business? Because you've yeah. been in business since 2008, so well done for that. But what's been the latest or most significant thing you've worked on? I'm transforming my business from just doing one-on-one coaching into building um, courses that will lead to more of a year-long group program, group mentorship. But it was the process that I used to get there that was, so that'll be a significant change that is in progress. But the most significant change that has happened is I started using what I call active meditation it combines i've always done like a kind of a self-hypnosis to get myself into a good place so i've done that i've done you know the breathing to get present to be in the being zone but this adds visualization to it and so you take that self-hypnosis with that being very present and in tune and feeling kind of connected with yourself and something greater and you add the visualization to it which i call active meditation it absolutely changed my life, my business. As soon as I started doing that, I started getting tremendous clarity that mm. I should do what I'm yeah. doing now with the group courses. Cause one of my passions and the reason I wrote the book was to reach as many people as possible in this yeah. world and help them get out of stress, burnout, overwhelm and create a life they love, whether they're still in corporate America. I worked in corporate America really after healing myself. I still, yeah. you know, consulting and working, but I didn't get stressed anymore. And so really learning the signs and the tools is so big, but this active meditation, and I can take your listeners through one. Mm, as an please, yeah. yeah, if you wish. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, this would be great. Yeah. So every morning, so let me just kind of talk about my process every single morning, ever since I started this, I have a daily practice and I highly recommend it to everyone because when you can get in that being state, my uh, phrase that I coined is the art of happiness is in the pause, but also the art of creativity. When you can slow down and just get present, which this active meditation will do, you actually become more creative and get more ideas. And thus, that's where I got the real inspiration to move forward with the training and programs that I'm working on. Okay. So let's go ahead and do it. And I'm going to close my eyes. You can feel free to do the same thing. And anybody listening, you're not driving. uh, (laughs) driving, I think we should give a government health warning. Shouldn't we? If you're listening to the podcast as you're driving in your car or on a phone, yeah. Yeah. Pull over, pull over, do it safely. Yeah. 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 And actually it'll be worth the pullover if you have time. So get off the side of the road, whatever you need to do. And it's just a short, short meditation. Okay. So we're going to start with some deep breathing because the breathing will oxygenate your system and get your brain working better. We tend to shallow breathe every day. So let's just take a deep breath in through our nose of confidence and clarity and release all the stress, overwhelm, and anything that doesn't serve you through your mouth. Again, a deep breath in through the nose, filling yourself up with calm and release through your mouth. One last time, a deep breath in, just expanding your body with calm and release through your mouth. 
Now I'd like you with your eyes closed is to take your eyeballs and roll them towards the top of your head. Like you're trying to look at your forehead or the top of your head and then roll your eyes down towards your chin. And in front of you, you will see a staircase. And we're gonna go down one step at a time, just following me and getting into a more calm, relaxed theta state. So 10, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Now at the bottom of the stair in front of you, you see a screen, a big white movie screen. And I want you to lift your eyeballs or your chin 20 degrees up, like you're looking up at this screen. So your eyeballs are up, you're looking at the screen and it's you and your daily life today. It's anything that you don't like going on in your life right now, anywhere where you're out of sorts, you're stressed, you're overwhelmed, something's not working for you. I want you to visualize yourself in that situation right now. And then once you know what you're working on, what you're focused on, what you want to resolve today, it could have been even an argument with somebody or a dysfunction in the family or, or you know, being mad at a kid or whatever it is, just a work-based situation. I want you to just visualize you in that situation. And now I want you to turn your head about a couple inches to the left. And in front, keeping your eyes closed in front of you is a new screen. And again, your eyes are looking up at this screen. So you're tilting your eyes up about 20 degrees. And on that screen, you're starting to see everything getting resolved. You're starting to see where everything's getting easier with this other person or with this project or whatever you focused on in the first screen, you're starting to see everything as easier. Solutions coming to you, um, answers coming to you, getting more clarity, creating better relationships, whatever it is, you're starting to see it. Now you're gonna move your head two more inches to the left. And again, look up at that 20 degree angle. And here, you're already there. I want you to see yourself as if you've already resolved the issue, the problem, the relationship, whatever it is you were focused on. You are to the point now that you have complete and total clarity and calm around that situation. You know what you're doing. You're already doing it. You're having success. I want you to feel and experience and visualize how it feels to be in that place of pure joy and happiness because you've gotten to where you want to be. Just feel it in every ounce of your body. Feel it like you can almost touch it, feel it, see it, smell it. Experience it deep inside. And now I want you to move back with your head back towards the stairs. And I would like you to go, I'm gonna count you up to five. One, two, three, four, five. And take a deep breath and open your eyes. How'd that feel? Amazing. Yeah. So you're using the, the going down the stairs is putting you more in a theta state. We tend to run when we're highly stressed in more of a beta state or a very high alpha state. When you can calm your system and go into a lower alpha or a more closer to a delta state, which takes a little more than what we just did, 
you're putting yourself into a very suggestive place so that when you go through this and you see the problem you're facing, you start to see it transform and then you see yourself there and you do that visualization daily. So when I started doing this, yeah. let me tell you my story. The very first time, the first issue I faced with this exercise and tried with this exercise within, uh, it was three days, 72 hours. I don't know exactly how many hours. Everything that I had saw and wanted in that final screen was just unfolding in front of me. Just getting offers here, getting offers there, getting help here, people showing up that I didn't know, and everything started unfolding. I'm going, okay, this is pretty magical. (laughs) (laughs) And I've continued to do it since, and I've gotten such clarity on my business and my life. And I'm working towards where I can enjoy, I I enjoy life to the fullest. I'm one of those people that learned how to do that the hard way. And so I spend my off time really enjoying life, whether it's on the beach or hiking or spending time with friends and family, even in COVID figuring out Zoom ways to do that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but um, this has taken my life to a whole nother level. And the thing I found two things I'll share with you. The first thing is when you said visualize a staircase, because listeners, I did that as well. I had my eyes closed. I did the breathing. So hopefully you were as well. Uh, and if you didn't go back, rewind it, do it again. Um, but for me, when you said staircase, the first thing I did is saw a stairs, a stairs going up. And it wasn't until you mentioned about going down mm-hmm. that, that, that I had to change the picture. So I saw steps going up straight away. Oh, there you uh, go. But I love the way that of looking at one screen and then physically, not just changing the screen, because I think many people perhaps do that where they try to change the picture. But that movement of turning your head that two inches, looking at a different screen. Yeah. Because I think that's what we struggle to change, don't we? We struggle to repicture. Well, actually, I wasn't trying to change the picture. I was actually looking at a different screen. So I love that. I thought that that motion for me made a big difference. And there's some science behind that motion. Mm. They have shown when they've studied people, when they're going into their past life and or looking at their life, the past in their life, they tend to turn their head to the right when they're talking about it. And what they say scientifically or research-wise is your right is the past, your left is the future. Ah. And so as you're turning your head to the left, you're moving yourself into where you want to go. Fascinating. Future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fascinating. Mm-hmm. So you've mentioned the, the book, Marla, and for listeners, I can see it uh, obviously there in, in the screen. Tell us a little bit about how that book came to being um, and tell us a little bit about it and where the listeners can go to get their hands on a copy of it. Okay, so it's actually a pretty good story. Um, I had always thought about writing a book about what I do because what I do really does transform lives. And I thought I need to get the word out, right? Mm. Well, I happened to be coaching a CEO of a publishing company. And when she told me after coaching with me for a year and a half, how much I transformed her life and that I should write a book, obviously <laughs> I was going to write a book. Then that same week I had signed up for a book writing course because I know nothing about writing books. I'm not even that great of a writer yeah. in my opinion. Yeah by nature. Um, And I had signed up for a writing course four years ago with Hay House. And that very same week, the CEO told me that uh, Reed Tracy, the head of Hay House, reached out to me and said, hey, you signed up for this 
book writing course four years ago and it's still there. It's still valid. You, if you want to jump in, I jump on a call with you. So I jumped on a call with the CEO of Hay House, wow. had a discussion about this program, learned there was an event in Portland, a hands-on in-person event to learn this. And I got to meet Reed and his team. So I went to Portland, which is right. Yeah. yeah. So it all fell into place. And then my editor, they talked about how important an editor is where I had just become friends with Bruce Lipton who introduced me to his editor who used to be the head of Newsweek magazine. So she helped me get my head around <laughs> the development of books. So you need a good developmental editor and then a good editor to edit your book. Yeah. It's available on Amazon. I self-published by choice. I had looked at a lot of different publishers, but I just wanted to do my own thing. Yeah. And it's really not a book for everybody. It's a book for people that are committed and really want to jump in and transform their lives because it's really more of a guidebook. There's journaling and you work through your life. You right. get rid of the bad. So the beginning chapters are tough. People get stuck in the beginning chapters. Yeah. I do a complimentary coaching, a half hour free. So people that are getting stuck in the book are actually setting appointments with me, me up, let me get through those first few chapters so they can then open up their life to an amazing place. So it's a book of action and activity rather than just a book of reading. Yeah, it really yeah. mirrors what I do as a coach. I couldn't put everything in there. The yeah. training puts it on, the training development, online training I've created for it, yeah. it puts it on steroids. And then this mentorship program I'm developing will be the way that yeah. if somebody wants to work one-on-one -on -one with somebody and really go somewhere, that's right. what that's going to do. Great. So the book is called The Being Zone. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, you're the author, Marla Williams. I am. Okay, yeah. find it on Amazon. Uh, how else will people find you and connect with you? What's the best place to, to look for you? Yeah, they can find me at marlawilliams.net is my website. Okay. And I will be putting all the different training and all the different things that I'm doing up there so they can get up to date and um, they can make appointments with me through there. Um, book me to speak. Uh, you know, I yeah. speak. I, I'm doing a lot of Zoom speaking right now. Yeah, I bet. But, yeah. So you've you've mentioned there about the shift from one to one and launching, you know, this this new method of coaching. Mm -hmm. What are you hoping is going to be the outcome for you, first of all? And then what I'd like you to do is tell me what you think the better outcome is going to be for those people that attend that as well. Because you know, certainly from my point of view, I moved from one to one uh probably about four years ago to try and do more group coaching and more sort of workshop based mastermind whatever you want to call it but very much one to many and i've seen incredible benefits for the people who are taking part yeah. what are your outcomes and what are the outcomes of those people that are going to take part in yours so for me i have made such a difference when i'm one on one with people but I've also been involved in a lot of groups and I just know that what I do doesn't have to always be, I mean, within the program I'm offering, there will be specific one-on-ones for people, but you can learn all the concepts as a group. Then you have people that are on the same team as you building an accountability partner in, building support and learn from each other and be able to talk about experiences because you can learn so much from others. Yeah. that there's just a tremendous amount of value in that. And uh, it's going to allow me to reach a lot more people. That's my purpose. Mm. Get the word out. Hit 100,000 people, not yeah. just the couple thousand that I've coached. 
Yeah. My goal is to reach more people because folks, I've lived in stress, overwhelm and burnout and almost call myself. Mm. Nobody has to live there. There's simple things you can do every single day to put you in better energy, to put you in a better place and you don't have to run your life. I thought headaches were normal. I thought tension in the shoulders was normal. I thought yeah. upset indigestion was normal and I popped the pills. Yeah. I don't take any pills. I do nothing, not even over the counter anymore. Yeah. I take supplements. Yeah. And, I, and I think you've mentioned something there that I think is really important to reinforce to the listeners. Well, if, you, if you're in business, you might be a business owner, an entrepreneur, you might even be a coach or a consultant, you know, whatever business we're in, we don't have to actually accept that because we're in business, that's how we have to be. And I think too many people in the world out there tell us, well, you're in business, you should expect to be stressed. You should expect to be uh, anxious and worried and uptight and suffer those health problems. You know, I can tell you, and I've shared this story in a previous podcast, you know, my best friend in the world died at the age of 56 hoping to retire from his business. He got quite a successful business when he was 60. He never got there because the business you know, finished him off. Yeah. So yeah, don't, don't accept that norm. You know, reach out to, to Marla, reach out to people like Marla. If you can change your life and get your health and your well-being back and don't accept that stress and anxiety is part of being a business owner, it is not without exception. You know why we do that? Do you know why we drive ourselves to the point of death? And no in idea. Japan, they even have a name for it. Really? Yeah, yeah. People are dropping dead, karaoke or something like that. And so they require yeah. what they call forest bathing. Well, that's one of the right. things that people do is get outside more because it's very healing. But the yeah. reason we drive ourselves like that is it most likely was either role modeled to us or an expectation when we were growing up. When we're zero to seven, we're living in a theta state and anything we see hear, experience, or what is said to us and what we feel becomes ingrained inside of us. It's an auto programming. It's a habit. So my dad yeah. was driven. Didn't even, he was an accountant. So during the win, the tax season, I never saw him, right? Except yeah. for maybe early in the morning. Yeah. And um, we, so I was like him, I drove myself. When I learned I don't have to, and I can just be a successful and get as much done and do it in a calm way using the techniques that I teach, yeah. change your life and still have a very successful business, just not work 80 hours a week. You can do, you actually get more productive because you get more creative with the stuff that you learn. Isn't it a shame though, Marla? And yeah, yeah this, this guy's death for me was, was it saved my life because yeah. you know, I was burning my wick at both ends a lot stronger than he was. Mm. Uh, and I always had a saying when I was in my, because I started in business when I was 23. And I always said, if I lived to 50, I'd be happy. Well, I'm, yeah. 50, I'm 53 now, so I'm more than happy. But, yeah. but that death changed my whole direction in life. And I took a shift. And you mentioned about shifting from coffee to tea. Yeah. You know, if you could give the listeners a tip to avoid having to have those life-changing moments because you know some people might not see them some people might not feel that they're big enough to make that shift if you could give the listeners something that would shift them what kind of tip would you give them it's back to my comment of the art of happiness is is what's my what's in my pause <laughs> thank you that's my i coined that phrase but yeah. slow down 
stop and breathe, notice around you. When you're driven like that, you don't think you have time to do that. But if you don't take time to do that, you will end up in the other side. And you don't want, you know, if you want to have a long, happy life. And it, believe me, I was one of the most driven people you know. I didn't know how to turn off my brain. I always said yes. I was trying to help everybody and please everyone. And I had to learn to quiet. And I could not meditate in the beginning. I could not quiet down my brain. So learning how to do an active meditation, kind of like we went through, or even walking through the woods and just being very present as you walk through the woods, noticing the squirrels and the birds and the leaves and the different types of trees, that can put you in the zone. So learning to get in the being zone, learning to quiet your Mm -hmm. life can save your life. Yeah. And there's there's an old saying as well, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, stop and smell the roses. I don't know if it's just an English saying or, or what. It's but, no one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and it is, isn't it? It's taking that time because we walk by such beautiful things yeah. uh, and moments in our lives, but we miss them because we don't stop and we don't smell them. We don't embrace them and listen to them. And you know what I see when I, I hike uh, every day and mm. I walk or hike, depending on the weather? I see everybody like this, walking <laughs> trails, missing everything. Put your phone away, turn it off when you have that quiet time, sit on a beach, whatever you connect with most. Some people want to be on a mountaintop. Some people want to be on the woods, get outside and just be present. That's a first step. Yeah. And that's, that's interesting. You say that because, you know, just a few moments before we jumped on this call, um, I've been trying to get hold of a client um, this afternoon because he, he had a, an urgent issue yesterday, he reached out to me. I had to think about it and gave him a call, but I couldn't get hold of him. So I sent him a text message, couldn't get hold of him, text his wife. Uh, and eventually he rang me from an unknown number. Uh, and I said, oh, I said, have you got a different phone? He said, no. He said, today is my working on the business day today. And I've left my phone in my drawer in the office and all my calls have been diverted through to the, the main reception. Nice. Sitting each day because I saw it. Was, and, uh, and I said, wow, so that's amazing. He said, see, I do listen to you, Simon. And whilst it might not be those moments we're talking about, those smell the roses moments, you know, yeah. it is so important, isn't it, to, to take those distractions and those things that just allow us to not turn off our mind. You know, they hold us, they anchor us to doing lots of stuff with our head and just get rid of them just so you can do the pause. I love that. I wrote that down. The art of happiness is in the pause. And yeah. stop before you die. That was the first thing you said when we started this. So stop before you die. And the art of the happiness is in the pool. So listeners, I think you've got some great things there to take away. And this certainly is a first for me to go through some kind of meditation as you took us through. And I really do appreciate that. And I want you to take us to another place now. So uh, I don't know if there'll be steps going up or steps going down, but if you were to have (laughs) your next tea or your next coffee, because I say, I know you say you're still drinking coffee, but if you could have your next drink in a dream location model, where would that dream location be? It's funny because my actual place I love the most in the world is right in my backyard. And it's on a boat in the San Juan Islands or the Canadian San Juans or the Washington San Juans on a boat drinking coffee or tea mm-hmm. and just being present because you see the orca whales, you see the dolphins, you wow. see the eagles, you see... And there's no better place to just get present. That's my that's my place. I'm going to ask two more questions on that, then just to dig a little bit deeper. 
because we want to picture this with you. We, 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 we've got the visualization thing going now, so certainly I have anyway. Is it sunrise or sunset? Oh, I'm sorry, I have to tell you both because I, I enjoy both to the absolute fullest. I'm up at the crack of dawn to watch the sunrise, which I have San Juan property and I always watch sunrise. Yeah. Now my house on Camino is sunset. So I, I am addicted to both of them. Okay, great. And maybe sunrise because it's quieter. Yeah, yeah. All you hear are the birds and the sounds and you don't hear the cars and the activity in the world. You just are there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, normally if you, you if you're reaching sunrise at a time of day when you're up, then nobody else is likely to be up, are they? So it's much quieter. Yeah. Yeah. So second question, part of this then: Who are you with? Are you on your own? You're taking time on your own. Have you got somebody with you? Just give us a little bit of an idea of who's there on the boat with you. Definitely, my husband and my okay. dog. I've got a dog that is my best friend, as most people do. Yeah. You know, the thing about pets, that's another way to get in the being zone, spend time with pets yeah. because they love you unconditionally. Even if your spouse loves you or your kids love you, there's always conditions. Pets, they just love you. If you feed them, you walk them, you got yeah. them, right? Yeah, yeah. Unconditional love that you feel is absolutely amazing. Fantastic. So that's where I'm at. And then we meet up with friends along the way. Fantastic. Well, you've given us a real picture of something there. And uh, yeah, there's going to be lots of listeners Googling for that area now and trying to work out uh, how they can experience that themselves. Uh, thank you very much for giving a time and an amazing, outstanding thank you for taking us through that meditation process as well. Uh, you know, you've helped me today. Yeah, I'm at the end of my day, but you've helped me just to you know, drop those shoulders, get rid of that tension a little bit as well and walk down the steps, not see the journey going, climbing up the steps. So thank right, you very much for that. Because as business people, we're always going up. Yeah, so exactly. Perfect. It's yeah. time to step down. Good. Yeah. yeah. So wow. uh, thank you very much. And, you know, as always, I always say this on every podcast, but time is so valuable. You never get it back. And listeners, I, you know, I'm sure you'll join me in thanking Marla for giving up her time. We do appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. And listeners, you know, you've taken so much away from this podcast. You know, Marla's given us things about living from your heart, not from your head. Uh, I love that, that quote. It's probably going to be the title of this podcast. You know, the art of happiness is in the pause. Yeah. You know, and get the word out. And each one of you listening to this needs to get Marla's word out. So search for the book, The Being Zone. Find her, Marla Williams. .net is the website, engage with her, digest the content and, you know, take every little bit of what you've learned in today's podcast and do something with it. Take some time and do that daily meditation. And, you know, I'm sure your lives as Marla's has been and mine has been as well from today's podcast, yours will be better too. And I look forward to having you all on the next podcast. Bye for now. <laughs>